0: Welcome in, everybody. My name is Austin DeSavino. I'm joined here by my good friend, Stephen Rudden. You are listening to the first episode of Deep Fried Medicine, first of what we hope to be many. Uh, we are two uh, longtime friends who have been having discussions on many different things for a number of years now. And we were hoping to bring all of you into it and eventually bring in more and more people into this podcast. Uh, our goal of our podcast is to talk about things that we all experience in life, whether they're shared experiences, whether they're things that we all just happen to do, but we don't really stop to think about it. And what we should be doing is maybe we should be spending a little bit more time thinking about these things that we just kind of uh, traverse through. So I've been rambling enough. Uh Steven, I'll throw it over to you. Why don't you introduce yourself to everyone?
1: Hey. An icebreaker. All right. Well, hello all. I am Steven with a V. Um little about myself. I am a Sagittarius and my hobbies <laughs> include collecting stake orders and coloring. So
0: <laughs> So do you do uh like color by number or anything like that?
1: Oh no, no, that's child's play, my friend. <laughs> I uh, I've expanded my uh, potential greatly. But uh thank you for asking.
0: Okay, so as we said, our goal is to talk about things that you may not think about, but you experience every day or on a on a on a more regular basis than you think. So what we're gonna talk about today is friendship. So let's dive in. Friendship. What what is that mean? friendship? Friendship. We all have friends. Some of us have more friends than others. Uh, it seemed like everyone in high school had more friends than I did, but I watched a lot of people be friends. I have uh, I have friends now, friends that are, you know, I talk to all the time. There's friends that I don't talk to a lot, and I guess Stephen, when we were talking about this episode, what stuck out to both of us was that to me, like to me, friendship is is one of the few relationships that. Don't have a regular definition, right? When you think about right. uh, a girlfriend and a boyfriend, there's similar expectations. There's there's similar definitions and norms. Your parents, your siblings, your 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 husband, your wife, your coworkers. Heck, the person that's ringing you up at shoprite. There's there's expected social norms between the two. But friendship? Now that's vague. That's different. So. You know, I'll throw it to you. Um, I think the first thing that we want to talk about today is th- really the definition or the idea of friendship.
1: Yeah. Uh, ultimately, um, you can break friendship down or, ulti- uh, or acquaintances with, or uh, interactions with people into six different categories. Those categories starting with one being a stranger, um, referencing the billions of people that we don't know or ever will know. Two is a colleague, you know, maybe somebody that you work with or go to school with. Three would be an acquaintance, somebody, maybe a friend of a friend who you see out and whatnot. Four is naturally a friendship, somebody that you actively seek to have conversations with, hang out, get to know and or help. Five ultimately says close friend, which Ultimately, the main difference between those two is the level of intimacy between um, you and that particular friend or whatnot, the comfort that you have and what you're willing to talk about with to that person. Um, again, that really rests in the eye of the beholder, what category a person falls into. And above all, the last and final category would be family or significant other, as you were saying, with uh, yeah, between boyfriend and girlfriend and whatnot. What again is odd is that we can break it down, and you can see the differences, or already see the uh, differences between the interactions that you would have between, you know, a colleague or an acquaintance and a friend or a close friend is just how comfortable you are with them, how willing are you to go out of your way to help them or to show sure. that you are important or whatnot. Yes, but ultimately, there's no way or In friendships, there isn't any set level of expectation, so it really is subject to interpretation or subjective for the individual that you are developing a relationship with.
0: So, right, if we look at the six levels of friendships as you broke them down, stranger, colleague, acquaintance, friend, close friend, and then family and significant other. In some states, family and significant other are the the same thing. From from you know Alabama or something I like that. Alabama. <laughs> I'm, you just, kidding. Alabama I'm just kidding. If you're listening in Alabama, we love you. Um, we have we have lots of fans in Alabama. Um, but so right I guess <laughs> <laughs> actually our only fans are from Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Don't we? Yeah. we don't know why. No yeah. one likes anything else. Um, Not yet. But, like, so I guess thinking about that right is like what what's the threshold to move to the next level, right? So, is there really such a thing as friend zone? Maybe that's something we get into uh, on another on another day. But like, how do you go from being a colleague, acquaintance and from acquaintance to friend and from friend to close friend? Like what, I don't know. I don't know if there is an actual answer, or is that like up to the individual?
1: It would all, it would have to rest in the individual. Uh, If you can simplify it, there's three identifiers of why you would potentially like a person. Perhaps you recognize a part of yourself in somebody, Um, you see something that you can use in them, or you see something that you are lacking. If you identify one of those three um within a particular person you might be more willing to make an effort to get to know them to move them up from acquaintance to friend to close friend and perhaps significant other
0: so, so it would be it would be that intimacy level would would get you to the different to the different levels i guess or yes, like intimacy,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, the, exactly that intimacy would ultimately would um stem from what uh, qualifier you would put that person in if you were qualifying let's say whether well, it would yeah. be recognizing parting yourself seeing something useful in them or seeing something that you wish you had
0: yeah interesting yeah and like and also too just to define intimacy like when we're talking about intimacy we're not talking about i i mean a part of intimacy is when you are with a significant other and you're showing love and affection but that's not what intimacy always is right intimacy Correct. can be calling someone up and be like hey i had a tough day like you know, my boss is an asshole. Or, oh man, this this jerk at Shoprite I ran into. I don't know why I keep bringing up Shoprite. Um, maybe it's because I'm low on groceries. But also, Shoprite, if you want to sponsor us, we're open to that. But intimacy can be anything. Right? So <laughs> oh, it's it is the season to get your uh, turkey too. If you get <laughs>
1: <laughs> indeed, With deep fry, going. burn the house down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So. So. Friendship, I guess, is again, I, a vague definition. So going from stranger to colleague, colleague to acquaintance, and acquaintance to friend. So is it possible? Do you think, and I mean, I know what I think, but it's possible, right? that I could think of someone as a friend and they could just think of me as an acquaintance or a colleague?
1: Yes, and then that could lead you to having too high of expectations for somebody. um, if you, don't think they were as supportive in a particular instance whether it be a colleague at work and you got yelled at or what or something and then yeah. they just ran off and to care of the work because you overestimated your relationship yeah yeah then you could be yeah um disappointed by their lack of performance if you
0: will so i'm trying to think i'm trying to think like are there benchmark Actions or interactions or experiences to get you to that next level or to establish that you are right. So, what I'm thinking is, like, how can I tell if someone's an acquaintance or can I tell if they're a friend? If, like, I call them up, I'm like, yo, my car broke down, could you give me a ride? Is that something, or is it, um, yo, do you want to come hang out without anyone else? Like, yo, I'm going to the mall, I'm going to the aquarium,
1: yeah. Yeah, I bought you a sweatshirt.
0: Yeah, exactly. I could call you and be like, yo, I'm actually um, I'm going on a bike ride. I could pick you up. Do you want to like we can go somewhere or like, yo, I'm going to the mall. Do you want to tag along? That is something I would consider with a friend, but like an acquaintance, I wouldn't do that. But if I did it with an acquaintance, that would get me a lot closer to being a friend. And yes,
1: and all right. that would all, yeah move your move your up from three to four if we're going by numbers here. <laughs> Color yeah, coloring by my friend. We're still coloring this in. Um, dang it! I was on that coloring scheme. I got uh, got excited. Um, you were sent mentioning um, moving up from acquaintance to friendship. What I always did. Thank you. I lo- I found it. What I always did is I. Made an effort or to hang out with somebody, and I actually did hang out with that person once or whatnot. I've made plans countless times with people, and it's like, oh, this would be so fun to do this—go rope swinging or airsoft or skydiving. And we never did any of that or whatnot. I always consider that person an acquaintance still. Not that just subconsciously, I would never say, oh, I never hung out with them. They an acquaintance Put them in a different group of my contacts. But if I actually did hang out with them and whatnot, the way that I am with people is that I've always just asked more questions than answered to an extent. Yeah. So I would consider that person a friend after one time hanging out, not in a binding social contract, not in work or in a classroom or whatnot. If we each made an effort to go out somewhere and then had a conversation outside of somewhere where we be, that is when I would consider that person a friend.
0: So it takes work to be a friend and to have friends.
1: I I would
0: absolutely. Effort. Effort. Um,
1: which is, I have no idea why we still talk, but yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah.
0: that's, that's why I didn't have friends because no one wanted to make the effort to be friends with me. That's what I'm going to tell myself.
1: Well, you wear Not deodorant that. now. What'd you say? You wear deodorant now. So we're now, fine.
0: now I wear deodorant and by law, my wife has to be my friend. So. <laughs> yeah. um, there it is. Okay, so before we move into the next, the next part of it, so defining friendship is a relationship that what what would we want to say, right? It's a relationship that takes an amount of effort by both parties. Yeah, right? rather
1: than yeah, rather than looking up a definition of westers or whatnot, yeah, it's an effort between two people looking to form a relationship or, you know, learn about and learn about one another at a comfortable pace seeing one another and whatnot. It doesn't necessarily always have to be Towards exploits, whether it be you see something in them that you can use, but yeah. you're interested in them, and it's like a date almost.
0: Yeah, it is. Like it not is. Be, yeah, you're not gonna be,
1: you know, coworkers and then boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, you're without, you know, that date. Yeah, like hell,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not Jim and Pam from the office, you know. Come on.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good summary. I think that's. I think that's a good summary of the definition of friendship. Okay, Steven. So in our words, we, we kind of loosely defined what friendship is. And even if it's not a definition, we kind of um, established how it's different than other relationships, right? So maybe we didn't define it like Webster would or Miriam, or I don't know if it's the same person or two different people. Same,
1: Miriam I, Webster. Yeah.
0: Well, two yeah. people, but I think that is like losing the lottery with, with a name. Imagine if your name was Miriam Webster. That's why she made a dictionary That's why she made a dictionary It all comes around in the end There's nothing else to do My name is Miriam Webster (laughs) Might as well write a fucking dictionary
1: Thanks mom
0: (laughs) Yeah thanks mom Uh, Mom's name was Thesaurus Um, So okay So we have the loose definition At at least via comparison We have the definition Um, Indeed so within the structure of friendship, I guess what, what makes up all relationships are expectations. But as we're, the reason we're picking this topic is because friendship doesn't have like socially agreed upon expectations because there's friends that you don't talk to for like years at a time, but you could pick up the phone and be right back to where you were. And then there's friends that like, if you don't call them within a week like, if you don't call them every week or talk to them every week or every other week, then uh, you just drift apart. And so like, yeah,
1: you're out of the context.
0: I mean, how does that, you know, what are your thoughts on that? How does that work?
1: Again, that would based from the strength of the relationship you had, I guess, at its peak. And when I did a lot of factors go into that, the timing or how long you've known the person for or if circ revolving around certain events that occurred during the relationship, whether you'd help them or they helped you get through a difficult time and whatnot. Um, it could be years or whatnot, but yeah, he really helped me when I was struggling with work and whatnot. You're never gonna forget that. So those people that will always pick up the phone are always gonna be there, but again, it's subjective depending on the relationship between those two people. Um, as far as the expectations go, I think the only thing you can do is just set basic reasonable expectations in um, friendships or whatnot. And those naturally would be, you know, treating one another with respect, the person who tries not to hurt your feelings. You again, learning about, um, learn about one another at a comfortable pace maybe makes you laugh or lift your spirits. And because we all, you know, appreciate those who value us. And if a person, expresses or shows that they value you, you're more willing to, you know, go greater times without talking. Right. And then pick up the phone.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. It's <clears throat> because everyone has their own ideas of friendship because mm-hmm. we all like, it's not like someone sat us down. I was like, okay, when you have a friend, this is exactly what you're supposed to do. And this is, this is exactly what they're supposed to do. And even if you did get that talk, not every person you're going to interact with got that talk. Right. Um, yes, yes. So at like, I hope not. so like, let, like double clicking or like look trying to look at the second layer of what expectations are. And like, also, I just want to be very clear and self-aware that um, neither Stephen nor I like are experts on this subject. We're just, like two friends who like to have conversations about things we find interesting. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Right? So we just find this interesting. So like in my mind, looking at expectations, okay, so how do we break that down further in terms of what do we talk about there? So to me, the first three things that jump out for expectations being rooted in duration of the friendship, uh, experiences that you would go through together for friendship and responsiveness too i think that's a piece right so duration there's a saying friends for a reason and friends for a season oh. so sometimes like you go to work a summer job or you start a job or you go on vacation somewhere and you meet someone or you move to a city or you
1: work on a mountain with peak ledger
0: yeah you're working or you're working on a mountain that movie is great. I could go. I got, I did not know I was seeing that movie when I saw that movie. I was told it was a movie about cowboys. It was like in Eurotrip when he, when Scotty's like, I watched the gay porno <laughs> once. I didn't know it until halfway two. The girls never showed up. That's what happened. The girls never came Like Brokeback Mountain, great movie. I cried during it because it's a beautiful love story. I didn't know it was going to be about what it was about, but it was a great movie. Um, yeah, I loved anyway,
1: it off your recommendation.
0: So, so like, with those ideas of setting expectations, like if someone goes into it, they're like, I need a friend because I just broke up with my boyfriend or my girlfriend and I'm going through a tough time and I really need someone to lean on. But once things start to get good again, and I find someone else to be the love interest of my life, I'm gonna I'm gonna dump everything into them, all my intimacy into them. Um, and that can be hurtful to the other person if those expectations aren't established.
1: Yeah, just constantly picking up the pieces and not necessarily feeling as though you're getting the reward. The emotional fluffer, as it was <laughs> referred to a couple of times. I think that, no, that's a serious term, I believe. i heard that a Is couple of times. Is it really? I think so.
0: The I emotional so. fluffer?
1: Yeah. I got to remember where I heard that from and whatnot. But, yeah, it's uh, pretty much the boyfriend without
0: the perks. Interesting. As,
1: uh, the perks the purse being like a typical yeah uh, male-looking perks. You know what I mean? The, the, horizontally. But... Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, yeah.
0: Have you been the emotional fluffer, Stephen? It sounds like we may have struck a chord.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Don't point this at me. I'm just over here coloring, man. <laughs> I never had time for girls. I was, uh, you know, a savant from a young age. Idiot savant, but the savant was silent.
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
1: <laughs> Indeed. That's funny. But as far as naturally, yeah, you don't, ultimately, you don't want to feel taken advantage of. Yeah. And if you're constantly that person that is just there when a person needs you, and you don't feel as though there's any return, yeah. you're gonna feel taken advantage of. And yeah. I've never heard that transfer season line before. That's pretty good, but yeah, yeah.
0: I forget. I I read. It. I, don't, I don't know. To me, that sounds like S.E. Hinton or something like the, that. Like from Tex or from like The Outsiders. Or, I don't know. That sounds like I just remember I read it somewhere but friends for a reason, friends for a season. And yeah. And sometimes friendships like not every friendship is going to be a lifelong endeavor. You're not going to be best. Like the BFF, you know, big corporations sold us BFF bracelets. Right. And not everyone's going to have their BFF forever. That last F is not going to stand forever. And, and also like we change, right? So the friends that I had in the beginning of college and the friends that I had in high school, if we like everyone changes as they go through life and if those friends don't change in the same way as you that there's nothing wrong with that because we're all growing as individuals. But if they don't change as you, then it's going to be harder to be, to be friends. I think we've all experienced that, right? Like I'm sure you have, it's like someone I used to be real tight with and real close with haven't talked in a while. You go to hang out, you go to talk and it's like, Oh, this is kind of like forced and weird. And we don't really have a lot in common and you know, like, it's and just, that's it, just life. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's just life. It is. It's true. Yeah. So make the teacher. thinking about this, so do like when you have a friend though, do, when do you talk about those expectations? Like, do you talk about them? How do you establish them? How do you set them?
1: Well, I'm working on getting a friend pretty soon. So <laughs> sorry, no, one, one uh, of these days, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately to be proactive in that sense, it would almost seem more detrimental because you want to, what are you going to do? Sit down with somebody and say, okay, I would like to start a friendship with you, but here's yes. what I need. What are you going to hand them an itinerary or a syllabus or whatnot? It's going to be like, okay, number one, goodbye. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. So it's, so it's ultimately got to be reactive rather than proactive. And it's going to be already the sin has to have been committed already for this conversation to logically happen. Yeah. I I would feel like I'm not gonna, maybe I've had conversations with friends where maybe I felt as though they were picking on me too much. And I've, you know, I had to and ultimately it didn't really stop. I don't talk to that person anymore. Not because we just dislike each other or anything. It's Like you were saying before, um, people grow apart, but that wasn't, a conversation had prior to or it wasn't a proactive conversation yeah it just wouldn't make sense so <laughs> like hey steven you look great hey don't make fun of me <laughs> you know type of thing it's like
0: yeah so so what you're saying is that in your mind or your experience or what you would want to do you wouldn't you wouldn't approach that conversation of like letting the friend know hey this is what i'm looking for in a friend this is what my expectation of you is until something has gone wrong
1: Yeah, until uh, none, even to say it's gone wrong, uh, puts yeah such a definitive point on it. But just until you feel slighted and whatnot, and I know sensitivity then comes into play and whatnot. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, otherwise you're starting to look like a blind dating session or something. You're filling out a profile in harmony for a friendship. That's what. (laughs) You got to get, you know.
0: You know, I went on Adult Friend Finder, and it really was not what I thought it was. No one wanted to play kickball. (laughs) They kept asking asking me to send photos, and I would send them photos of me kicking kickballs, and they'd be like, this is not what I'm asking.
1: Oh, man, that's a shame.
0: No, but, like, you're right. Like, if you try to go into it, because it's a crapshoot when 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 you're becoming friends, like you never know when it's gonna bud. I mean, Stephen, think about when we first met each other, right? So we met fuck each you. other, at, yeah. yeah, exactly. We're like, here. fuck you. So we worked at Chili's together. Shout out this, Chili's.
1: This, 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 yeah, shout out Chili's. This, that's where this all started. It was well, gotta come up eventually. So yeah.
0: And we made it about like twenty minutes in or thirty minutes in, but. Stephen, Steven why don't you tell them and I consider yeah. you a very I consider you a close friend. I consider you someone that I can call up, share um personal things with. I could share wins, I could share losses, I can share sadness, yeah. happiness. No,
1: you don't. But I, that's very nice of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: I have an autonomous lifestyle where nothing happens to me. So nothing has happened, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But why don't you I share care, yeah. about your first okay. interaction with me.
1: Okay, fine. I'm this bright-eyed youngin working at this new uh, pig I'd try my hand out in the retail industry because I like helping people. It's kind of a passion of mine. <laughs> I don't brag about it. No big deal. So I'm here doing my best, trying to learn and everything. And I am making a Shirley Temple. And actually, it's just bright grenadine. I had no idea at the time. Um, but I'm in, eventually, I learn, and I'm making it a whatnot. And you're our anchor here, uh, Austin Ucevino. <laughs> Comes over to me and goes, hey, man, you're new here. And I look up from a drink. I go, yes, I do. He goes, yeah, I could tell by your skill set. And then walks away. And that was pretty much not my very first introduction to Austin, but probably the second one. And I was like, wow, this kid's kind of a dick. <laughs>
0: this guy's a douchebag. I don't even remember. Dude, we've talked about that so many times. I don't remember. I every time.
1: Yeah. God. I tell it every time. Yeah, we get with somebody. Yeah.
0: The loathing I have for myself knows no limits, my friend. So, you know, I'm sorry for, for what happened back in two thousand. Oh, oh you're kidding me?
1: We wouldn't be we wouldn't be here now if that didn't happen. If you just and, said hey man, we wouldn't be talking right now.
0: And well, that's that's the thing. My expectations, and this is why you know when we when we were talking about r- recording this, right. Um, I'm not going to be putting any friends on blast, but I want to be self-aware of when I was a bad friend and what I've struggled with my whole life. And I think this is why it's always been so, this topic's been so interesting is that I've been, I've either been, it's like pick one. I've been hyper aware of everything I do, or I've just been completely unaware of everything that I do. It's like either I have all the self awareness or none of it. So, like, sometimes when I get too comfortable, I'll start getting too chummy or make jokes that the, if the other person isn't there to be joked with, or isn't there, or doesn't think that it's funny or in on the joke, then I just come off as a douchebag and I come off as a jerk, or I come off as just like, an asshole and that's not what my intention are and the intention is and i've had to learn that through upsetting people and and making people, people cry i've never i don't i don't never in front of me um, <laughs> 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 okay um and i'm sure i have you know and i'm not like this is making me sound like i'm this biggest jerk i try to be the nicest Barbara. possible yeah. but sometimes when i joke i just get you know we as we all do but But on the other side of it, sometimes I'm too aware and I like – I don't know if you ever do this. Like I overanalyze every single thing I say after a conversation or like during a conversation. It's like, okay, am I speaking too much? Am I standing the wrong way? Should I shift my weight? Is my my gut showing or do I smell bad or – you know what I'm saying? Like we all go through that.
1: Yeah. uh, To to an extent, I don't think about posture in the middle of a conversation. How do you hold a conversation like that?
0: Well, that's why I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. See? <That's> <laughs> We're filling in the lines, coloring in. All right. All right.
0: Wow. So, like, I guess as we kind of come to the the roundabout, when, so, again, for transparency with anyone that's listening, we tried not to talk about this subject too much beforehand um, because we wanted to have this be as a conversation. Because, again, this stems from Stephen and I sitting on a lunch break between our our double shifts at Chili's as sitting like eating cold quesadillas or like
1: inhaling cold quesadillas. Yeah,
0: inhaling cold quesadillas, just like just like shooting the shit, but also like talking about stuff. <laughs> <Shocking>. <laughs> I miss ancho ranch sauce being my life.
1: Oh, oh, give me a swimming pool. Kendrick would, Lamar, dive it.
0: I would mainline. Like if I'm in a coma, I just want oh. to be on a drip of Chili's ancho ranch sauce.
1: Baseline. Yep.
0: Um uh for- free base. Like we're, we're not sponsored by Chili's, but Chili's shout out if you want to sponsor us. But uh, again, like I digress back to my original point. We didn't want to talk too much about it. And like
1: prior to it, because we yeah. didn't want it, yeah anything seeming scripted. Yeah. Not. Yeah.
0: And so and the goal of this was to really like have an organic conversation about something we both find is interesting. We both don't really know too, too much about But what, like, what are your takeaways from, okay, so we've dove into the definition of friendship or how we define it or how. Yeah,
1: we proposed, um, you know, basic definition of friendship and whatnot, trying to avoid, you know, the construct that was provided by the lovely Merriam-Webster revolving around the reasonable expectations or expectations that one can expect in a friendship, differences between, you know, an acquaintance and a friend or close friend. I guess the takeaway is to not have too high of expectations. And I guess now I'd have to say is that to be aware of yourself, but not be so aware of yourself that you're not making friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean the idea, uh, and that's why we call it deep fried medicine is that you and I want to learn things or try to change for the better as we have these conversations. Right. So we both need to take the medicine Um, but I want to deep fry that medicine. So it tastes good taking it so we can laugh about it. it. And like the way that I'm thinking about this, as we talk more through it is I, with the people that I hold close and the people that I value being in my life, because as you know, I'm nearing 30 years old, we're, we're getting a little bit older. The older I get, the less time I have and the, the less amount of um, friends I have in general, right? Cause like when you're in college, you're friends with everyone that lives on your floor. When you have a job and like a service industry, you're friends with everyone that you work with. So as right. I, as I move through my life, well, and the, the okay. people that, well, to a degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that, yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, as I move through my life, what I want to do is like, if I have people that I care about as friends, I want to be proactive and I don't want to lose friends because I've been lost as a friend and I've lost friends and that really sucks, especially when you go through things that are important. And there's people that I wish were still in my life as friends that aren't, and it's not too late. Um, but as I go forward, I don't want that to happen, whether it's by accident or whether it's from a one specific action. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to be more proactive with those expectations and also not applying my own, um, my own thoughts and assumptions on others. So like, if I do have a friend that I want to stay close with, I will try to have a conversation about expectations. It won't be like, hello, I would like to talk about what I need from you and what you need from me. But I think it can be a conversation like, hey man, I really like talking to you. Um, I hope it's okay that I don't call you too much. Does that bother you? If you want me to call you more, I can call you more like, hey, I'm sorry we haven't gotten to get a drink in a while. COVID doesn't exist in this scenario does it bother you that we haven't got more or if I want to see someone we're like, Hey man, like we don't hang out that much. Let's like, I, I want to be proactive in that. So like, go with that
1: one, go with that one. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we don't hang out that much. Don't you? Hey man, it's okay. If we
0: call you as much? I'm yeah. just a neurotic. Like, like I was going
1: to say, I can't picture you having that conversation with somebody in Starbucks.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't be like a sit down. Like I'd wear like a fucking suit and tie. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like through like micro behaviors and things like that, try to be more proactive in my own self-awareness and like trying to pick up on from from a friend. Like if they're always the person to text yeah. me, then I need to do a better job of reaching yes. out to them. Touché. That's, that's yeah. what I meant. That,
1: Quid pro quo, ultimately. Yeah. You gotta be a give and take. It can't be take, take, take process. I agree with that 100%. And exactly what you were saying now stems from or you literally bleed into civility yeah the act of civility is an act of awareness so if you're self aware whatnot, you can ultimately hopefully be proactive before anything in a particular yes. friendship gets too bad that you can yes ultimately take the you know actions needed yep. to you know right the track yeah right the train
0: so Okay, I think that was a good conversation about about friendship, Stephen. I'd like to see if you want to go get coffee with me. I'd like to talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'd like to talk a little bit about okay. my expectations.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, first off,
0: goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our,
1: uh, our conversation. Yeah, thank you. If you did, then
0: we're going so to try to.
1: Right, Left there.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're going to try to do this on a weekly basis. Um, We're going to try to talk about things we find interesting, things we don't know a ton about, which means we have a lot of fucking topics topics that we can cover. (laughs) So, um, you know, we're going to be here on a weekly basis. We're happy to be part of Polar Media. Um, Please make sure you like... Oh, and yeah,
1: big shout out to your brother, Troy DiCevino, for um, starting this. Absolutely big moves
0: it's going to be, it's going to be great yeah. So you, if you've listened to me on, can we just talk? uh, big news? Um, We're going to try to get Steven Rudden on this week's episode of, can we just talk, which we're going to be recording tomorrow night? Um, Maybe, maybe not, maybe another week. Um, But again, just appreciate you listening. Appreciate you, Steven. This has been a long time. We've wanted to do this and I'm glad that we wow. finally – hey, if we even – if the world ends tomorrow, we can say, hey, we uh, – we, we
1: say we did it. Yeah.
0: We, we recorded a Shoot. Table 65 conversation.
1: Indeed. Yeah, Table 65. That was the original name that we were thinking about all those yeah. many moons ago in Wildwood watching Zombieland. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Great
0: Zombie First rule, limber up or cardio.
1: Yeah, uh, cardio.
0: Fucking snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much again for joining us on our first ever episode of Deep Fried Medicine. My name is Austin DiCivino, joined by my co-host, Stephen Rudden. We can't wait to see you again soon, and we hope you have a great weekend. Thank you again. Deep Fried Medicine, part of the Polar Media Podcast family.